A community leader in Papua New Guinea's Inga province, Wapinamanda, says mediation is underway between the warring factions in the remote highlands in an effort to prevent further violence. Dozens of men, including children, were killed on February 18th in what has been described as the worst massacre in recent history. Aguila Kunza says revenge killings have been ongoing for at least five years and there's no sign of gunmen stopping anytime soon. He's housing women and children who fled the violence and says a community-led approach is needed. He spoke with Lydia Lewis from a community gathering in Wabag, the main town of Inga. People are gathered in front of the police station and uh, the uh, town. Why is everyone gathered in front of the police station? These are the people that have gathered today at the police station to discuss uh, and negotiate peace amongst the warring tribesmen. How many people approximately are there? It's a quite countless number of uh, people that have gathered today. What are they calling for? I can hear people speaking in the background. What are they saying? The people are talking about uh, the peace uh, negotiation. Uh, I could not hear you, so I have to uh, come to the police station. Uh, here's a policeman here, Nick Kaki. Can yes. I ask him a few questions? Oh, right. I can see you. Constable, Constable uh, What are people outside the police station calling for? Yeah, a lot of people died, so that's why that come midway that, you know, come to police station and then solve the problem. Yes. Inspector, how many bodies have been recovered so far? Uh, 63, he says. A lot of people died in the same day. What are, what are police doing now to help ease tensions? The policemen are facilitating and uh, meditating the, uh, the uh, case. They're doing peace mediation and they are listening to the, uh, the peace mediation process is uh, to listen to both sides and they contribute their ideas. They want to, uh, you know, they suggest some way forward how they want to uh, come to uh, peace. So the policemen are just standing, you know, big numbers. They are around. They make sure the security is uh, provided so that the people will talk freely and express themselves and they will come to a a, a peaceful solution. What is it like being a policeman in such a volatile area? Are there enough police resources? Well, uh, as has been a case in the past, uh, policemen have been uh, outnumbered. Uh, they have been uh, ill-resourced in terms of weapons and because this tribal warfare, they they engage themselves so with, you know, latest uh, very high-powered uh, guns, machines. So these policemen, uh, they uh, issue, the government issue uh, the guns and ammunition and uh, these resources uh, they are helpless uh, in these uh, tribal fights because, you know, they they fear for their lives. They are human beings. You know, these very high-powered guns, they can shoot at long range. Can I hear from the policemen that are standing there? Uh, today, is... today is a little bit okay. Okay. When the, our, our government, PNG, uh, they talk about the issues and... Uh, too, too many army defense force and uh, some police forces, special forces, uh, special forces, they are out. Uh, 
uh, day before yesterday, today still they are here. Uh, still the fight is going down, and uh, our government government is still on our side to you know solve the problems. But because the weapons they are using is uh, they are getting from Indonesia or Indonesia something like that, I for weapons, and uh, we our police. We are very finding out to do sitting in the middle and solve the problem. Many people they think that uh, when the government uh, deploys the army and the police to try to stop the fight, as we have experienced in the last uh, two years, police and army they when they used up all the resources and they go back for uh, for they return and the uh, fight <coughs> escalates or it comes on again intermittently the best uh, is uh the people they are uh, they have come to the the point of uh negotiating peace uh, one of the uh, women she has been observing because She's one of them who was affected by the tribal fight. Can I ask her a few questions? She's from uh, the Dependent Town village of Quimanda, just near the uh, Catholic Church, former uh, Catholic Church. And she has traveled uh, a long distance. She, has, she fled for her life. And she is now in Warwick. Wabak Teremanda, this is Wabak town, we are staying. She's living with a, a tribe called the key tribe at uh, Teremanda. I am asking here, what is your view and opinion? Uh, do we want to let the fight go on or uh, where you are staying is good and you want to stay or you want to return? And she said, no, she wants the fight to stop immediately so that she can go back to her garden and uh, she wants to go and continue life in her village. So she wants the fight to stop. Has any of her family yeah. members died? Is she grieving? There are many died. Many died and they will be uh, missing in the village. Houses were burnt down and the, their gardens and uh, uh, no, the land will be vacant. Many died. Some leftover will go, and then those villages where used to be their houses, they will remain. Uh, she has seven children, and uh, when they stop, she's preparing to go back to the bent down village. What is her message to the men with guns, the fighters? She is not allowed to express, or, because she's a woman, you know. These things, uh, they women have no... Uh, no standing. They cannot contribute any constructive idea. Women are women in uh, this society. Men, they have, uh, you know, you can see that number of men out there. So, every concern is that the fighting must stop. That is all. She's praying for you. Okay. How long did she have to walk to get to safety? How, how far was the journey? 20 hours walk. 